Poet Revolt Cosmetics helps you shine in all your moments with a variety of clean, cruelty-free, and non-sticky lip glazes. This makeup artist's created and approved brand carefully curates clean ingredients including peppermint to help you feel good and do good as a portion of proceeds goes to selected mentorship programs that give youth and young adults the confidence and tools to be successful. Holt Revolt offers long-lasting shine and moisture, and this is the part I'm excited about, Taylor. Tell me about it. <laughs> Holt Revolt is also offering our listeners a 10% discount off your next purchase using code CIRCLE when you check out. Get glazed today at HoltRevolt.com. That's H-A-U-T-E-R-E-V-O-L-T.com. Awesome. Go check it out, y'all. Check it out. Hey, y'all. So in this episode, we had the mothers in our lives, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. our mother, our Aunt Sophia and our Aunt Pam come on and just talk about their motherhood through their own mothering experiences and then also how they were mothered. Um, we had a lot of lessons and it was a really good girls talk if you will and it's always a pleasure to have our family on and especially a connection of wonderful black women yeah and I would say um, with this episode it really got like emotional and and like we just talked about like different types of moms and Mm -hmm parenting styles and like reflecting on our childhoods and different things like that and it was funny it was fun it was funny emotional and it was really good I mean I all of the episodes are special to us but like this one I think was really awesome so as a ode to Mother's Day sit tight listen in and enjoy this podcast happy Mother's Day guys Amber Sharif and Taylor Bree is here <laughs> and this is the Inner Circle podcast. Welcome you all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited to get started with everything but let's start out this is a little different because usually Amber always asks me how my week was first but I'm truly curious to hear how was your week this week. <laughs> um, this week has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been very the weekend has been pretty good I went to go get my goddaughter and so I spent some time with her this weekend we played live she has me on this show called The Circle on Netflix and like (laughs) something inside of me doesn't want to be invested but then like I'm slightly invested and so I keep like dipping in and out but she loves it Amber was calling or texting me yesterday talking about have you heard of this show called The Circle It's feeling like Black Mirror. I was like, yeah. honestly, it's just like the real world, just in terms of social media. Like, it's just a little bit different, but it's exciting to me. It's, it's, uh, it, it gets interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And it's like, uh, they're all invested in getting that 100K. So yeah. I think it's just like, 
survivor at that point yeah so and for anyone who's curious circle is a netflix series that is about like these young well not all of them are even young but basically they create these profiles and they're in these rooms they don't know who the other contestants are but they're all in the same building and they like have to compete for a spot as influencer um that's whoever doesn't get voted out at the end so each day or each week i don't know the timeline they get to vote on someone to leave the circle and at the end whoever's standing um gets to be the influencer and it's very telling because it's like some people are themselves some people are fake profiles but it all comes down to how you can create allies and who's the most liked at the end of the day um and it, it could be very fake uh so that's really interesting yeah it's 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 interesting maybe we can talk about it more in like because we already kind of talked a little bit about social media yeah. in one episode, but I would be curious to see, like, get, like, a group discussion on people that have actually, like, watched the episode, like, what they think about it. Yeah, that would be really neat. Also, just the idea of where uh, social circles, like, not even just, like, social media, but in terms of who you call your friends and nowadays where you meet people. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot of my friends now I've met online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of my friends I've met um, in college, mm-hmm. like that's literally, and then like we've, we either we've like continued our relationship, mm-hmm. like be online, like checking in. Yeah. Um, or like I might have met someone on like at a, an event that yeah. I saw online and then I got a chance to meet them in person. Yeah. So it's like, but then like when we talked about Brian the other day. Yeah. Um, He's my new friend. <laughs> And I've never met him in person. Well, okay, I've met him in person, but didn't remember. But yeah, I was about to say, you were at the wedding. I, I hope you were. I, I don't think I was actually there. <laughs> <laughs> I was physically there, but... <laughs> she was, so for you guys, uh, before we bring on, uh, before we continue the show, she was my maid of honor. Yes. And so the reason why I picked her was I love all my sisters equally, uh, all three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I knew there there was only one out of the three that one that one could handle my personality and my demandingness, <laughs> but then also could handle my communication style and could get things done without arguing me or going ghost on and me. And not mention your friends. Yes, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and my friends. So like she was, and, and it was hard to pick like any of my girlfriends it was hard to pick which one that I could have so I had a maiden maid maid of honor honor and a matron of honor Mm -hmm. and so my matron of honor is my best friend Deanna and uh she was the only best friend I had of the three of my actual best friends that was actually married and she she ride or die it's like I don't want to get too far off topic but somebody my favorite influencer she just got married and she was talking about how she had no bridal party and I was like honestly that sounds Mm -hmm. like something that I would do Uh, she said all I had to worry about was myself and then she had a destination wedding and Mm -hmm. people getting to the um, resort and they did it all inclusive and she loved Mm -hmm. it I'm like Maybe in 10 years when yeah. I do find my marriage partner, <laughs> my marriage partner, then I'll be able to make these decisions. Yeah. But. Well, I know my, uh, my line sister Paige, she, when she got married, she didn't have any, she didn't have any bridesmaids. Yeah, I don't think her. I would. 
Yeah, it's it's a lot of stress. It's a lot, but but, but anyway. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> so we have a full. Uh, I didn't even ask about you, but you it was fine. To- okay. <laughs> <laughs> My week was fine. Uh-huh. So, all right. Well, what's the word of the day? The word of the day, I'm really excited, is mother. So, you know how they say love is a verb, not a noun or whatever? I, you know, love is an action and that's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, mother can also be an action. And so I'm going to read the verb tense of it. And it means to bring up a child with care and affection. And I think we have such an amazing group of mothers in our lives, whether they are actual mothers, our aunts, our grandmas, our uh, extended family. Mm -hmm. We really do have a lot of nurturing and a lot of people who have mothered us Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know we always have our one mother Mm -hmm. miss tanya dugan is here and then we have um my aunt our aunt pam Mm -hmm. and then we have our aunt sophia in and Mm -hmm. um we'll go ahead and bring them in now yeah but before we do that um and i said this before we got or before we started recording um so for you guys before we bring family in um the reason why Taylor and I are doing this podcast because we're doing it for fun. Mm-hmm. Not doing it to we've already told you guys this before, but this episode I've been literally waiting for it for the last month that we asked our aunt and mom to come on. But um it's times like these and I'm trying not to cry again, but it's times like these where um the people that I have on the people we have on these episodes really do mean, uh, like we really do admire and they're important to us. Mm-hmm. So we're not just BS and just bringing on random people in our, you know, friend group or whatever. Like each person that we've asked to come on is someone special to us. And, you know, we've pubbed this, our podcast at this point and we will continue to keep marketing it. But if no one ever listens to this, uh, you know, the next episode we drop, I think for me, I think these are times where we can treasure our friends and family and the memories that we've gained. And Taylor and I are creating this platform to really show um, appreciation. Yeah, appreciation and, you know, Black people in a healthy, um, positive light. Yeah. And people of color in in general. People of color, women. Mm-hmm. All, all of the above and i i look forward to how we expand as well mm-hmm. um however yeah uh, before amber starts crying let's go ahead and bring, <laughs> in, <laughs> bring in our guests all right so we will we're unmuting them because that's how we roll <laughs> all right y'all you've been asked to join the chat <laughs> and you know i'm here Hi there <laughs> So, how is everyone? Good. Good. Awesome. Good. I'm here. I'm here. Aunt Pam is in the house. Okay, so everybody gets the Hello. Yes, it's Aunt Pam. Aunt Sophia, say what's up to the folks. Hey, hey. How's everybody? (laughs) And then Mama. Hello, my beautiful Nubian princesses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness there's so many questions that i, I go ahead have. and kick it off okay so <laughs> i guess first off 
So, um, Mom, you have three girls. Aunt Pam has two girls, and Aunt Sophia has two girls and two boys, all across the. <laughs> girls. Yes, all across the the age range. We got Amber heading up the cousins as the oldest, and then we have Aunt Sophia has the youngest which happens to be our cousin Jackson um and he's really not even that young anymore I know it's crazy isn't it the craziest thing he's 14 already oh my goodness 14 (laughs) only four years and I know Aunt Pam is the newest empty nester I'm jealous. Empty (laughs) nesting, empty nesting. Uh, So (laughs) let's talk about that because empty nesting, you know, when you first have a child, they call it nesting. And now when you're empty nesting, you're creating your own space. Maybe, you know, you're considering your children, but at the same time, Mm -hmm. there's a whole new world out there, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so like, (laughs) I mean, I guess like, how has that changed for you? Mm. Well, you know, it was- Nestor too, chime in, sorry. Go ahead, Aunt Pam. No, I was just going to say, well, Tanya was probably the first empty nester mm-hmm. of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as a, as a recent empty nester, um, barring COVID, when, you know, kind of both girls were home for, uh, for a bit, um, and then one was home and then came home in November and then went back to school in February, mm-hmm. um, it was interesting because people would ask us all, all the time, you guys are going to be empty nesters. What do you do? And my response was always, whatever we want to do. <laughs> That's that. always the response. What are you going to do? Whatever we want to do. <laughs> That's what we're going to do as empty nesters. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, after, you know, kind of having kids that were very involved um, with sports, we were very involved parents in sports um in school as well they were involved in a lot of activities at school and that sort of thing um it's kind of just nice to have that time that's back um that's your own time now um because for 18 plus years we it wasn't um so yeah so that's probably the 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 most interesting thing about it yeah Mom, do you have anything to add to that when you, I know you always ask me to come back, but I know you enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. So empty nesters, uh, I don't think we've experienced that yet. Uh, (laughs) And the reason I say that is because uh, even though all the, everybody's grown, right? I I did have um, my daughter, Heather. Mm-hmm. She lived with me for a while. And then now I have my stepdaughter oh, yeah. living with us now. So we've never really been um, 100% empty nesters. And that's okay yeah. because we live in a, a sizable home. And sometimes it's just, you know, it just mm-hmm. it just feels like it needs to have more people, more life in it sometimes. But what's nice about it is, is that we, like Pam said, we can do whatever we want to when we want to. we just go we just um can think about ourselves you know I can go out and I can work out do whatever go shopping all day whatever and I don't have to worry about anybody 
right? I can just go do what I got to do or go to a meeting or go to a conference, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of nice to be an empty nester. But um, like I said, we haven't experienced that fully yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. I, Aunt Sophia, you got a little mixture of both. I do. I do. And, and honestly, I'm glad that I do. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not ready. I am absolutely 110% not ready to be a, a quote unquote empty nester yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoy motherhood to the full. I love being a mother. And not that, not saying that anybody who's looking forward to being an empty nester didn't enjoy being a mother. That's not what I'm saying at all. Mm -hmm. You know, not being on anybody else's agenda, but your own, mm -hmm. which, you know, quite know what that feels like. I know a little bit about, you know, what that feels like, but um, I love still having the activities with Jackson, my 14 year old, you know, he's active in sports. I love sports. Um, I, I know that I will miss that. I, I do miss some aspects of it with the other kids who play. But um, yeah, I'm sure once we get to that point, I'm actually making plans for empty nesting because one thing we all know as mothers is that it's inevitable. I mean, mm -hmm. you don't raise kids to stay kids. You raise kids so that they can be productive adults. Yeah. And that's the blessing, I think, of motherhood. <laughs> one of the blessings of motherhood. Yeah. And so um, I'm preparing myself mentally, emotionally <laughs> yeah. for that day. You know, and I have goals and plans and things that I do want to do when that day eventually comes. But for right now, I'm enjoying having my last baby Aww. at the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about that mentally preparedness because I remember my graduation and my mom was a puddle of tears. <laughs> oh, I just yeah. couldn't believe it. I mean, I just started busting out and my mom, my mom was looking at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, no. the reality has set in. They're all grown. Yes. They made it through. Praise the Lord. I was just That's so real. full of gr gratitude to God. That's real. That. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I guess a question I would have for you guys is what, so obviously you guys are all moms now and, and you all um, are obviously sisters. You grew up in the same house. What would you say, and you all have obviously the same mom, so I'm just stating the obvious, yeah. <laughs> but what would you say is the biggest takeaway from your, like when you were growing up from your mother that you either, that you added, let's go the positive route, you added to what you did raising up your own children? Sorry, yeah, I mean, I Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going in birth order. Okay. <laughs> mom, you're up because I feel Yeah, because I feel like I'm most like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, in the sense that, uh, that, that I guess you can call it that, like, not, not that whole bunch of, I, I'm emotional, right? Mm -hmm. However, when it came to my girls, I didn't want them to be soft and, and, you know, and like that, like always crying, even though I have one child, I always cry, I don't ever think, <laughs> but, <laughs> but people will be who they are, <laughs> right, but you know, and it's all good, but it was like, my mom was like, get up and keep going, you know, mm -hmm. so she was like, never like, don't sit there and be feel sorry for yourself all the time, life happens, you know, mm -hmm. we have to keep going, we got to keep 
you know, we got to trust God, you know, and, and, and really have that as our, you know, foundation. And mm -hmm. I think that I've, I've tried to do that with my girls, give them that foundation. So when they need Jesus, they know how to call on him. They know that he's a part of their life every day when they wake up and they're doing, you know, going from A to Z and, and living their lives, getting married, having kids and being able to put that into them because um, to their children. Because I think that, that you can't put a price on that. And you and if you don't do it young, sometimes it's hard to do it when you're older. Um, kid, you know, your kids have to get beat up, you know, and then they go, where do I go from here? Um, no, we want them. So my mom always taught that. She had Bible study in her, in her, um, in our house and all of that. And I just wanted to make sure my girls had that so they'd be okay. So I think that's what I picked up from my mom on the most part. Yeah. Okay. That really mm -hmm. Aunt Pam, you mm -hmm. up next? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I would say that as well. Um, certainly making sure that, um, you know, kind of church was, was something that we were always involved in mm -hmm. growing up. I mean, whether it was from going to Sunday school every Sunday, singing in the choir, mm -hmm. playing the piano, um, even for those of us who may be a little vocally challenged, you still <laughs> sing in every choir imaginable every from children's one. choir to teen choir to, <laughs> to all of the choirs. Um, vacation Bible school, it was always something. And like Tanya said, going to um, or having Bible study in the house, it was a very core part of growing up. Um, and so my kids growing up, they went to Christian school pretty much all the way through middle school. Um, and then I released them to the heathens. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I thought it was really important <laughs> for them to not only get the, um, get kind of that Christian foundation at home, but also at school. That was just kind of an added blessing. Mm -hmm. So if you think about kind of like, what did we do or what did I do in addition to what my mom did growing up? It was that. So it was not only just kind of at home, but it was also the schooling just because we were afforded the opportunity through the other thing that was very important in our household growing up, education. Mm. I mean, education was so very important growing up as well as cleaning kind of, I'm not gonna take them all, but, <laughs> but education was also extremely important um, growing up as well. So that was the other thing that we really, and I know I tried to make sure that my kids understood as well is that education comes first. So before you go off with your little friends, before you, you know, kind of play sports, before you do any of that other stuff, you need to get your schoolwork done. Yeah. Um, and so that was the other thing I think that we grew up with that, um, you know, I tried to make sure that in, in, in my house and with my two girls that I made sure they understood was very important as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. I think so too. Um, I think I, I misunderstood the question. I think I was thinking uh, about kind of what we did differently. Okay, that would you can go that route. You can go that I route. mean, I don't know. I don't know. I thought I, I must have heard something wrong. I don't <laughs> want to go. <laughs> Okay. All right. But no, honestly, my, my older two sisters, they took all the good ones. Those are the good ones. Because that, that Girl, the cleaning. We didn't take that. Oh, I know. And you know what? And I wish I could have done better with them on the cleaning. Good. You touched on the cleaning. 
but to, to piggyback on the cleaning now, because <laughs> I can I can honestly say I, I don't think I was a clean freak like you know like your grandmother was and like you know mom was <laughs> but she didn't play I'm talking baseboards and all mm-hmm. I wasn't that bad but I that I got from my adult kids Uh-oh. can y'all hear me yeah yep. there we go okay I just wanted to make sure so one of the biggest I think takeaways that I got from my adult kids so I've got the 23 year old for those who don't know my oldest is almost 23 and I ha- we have a 21-year-old, mm-hmm. and she has her own apartment, and then our 18-year-old has her own. But they each have had roommates. Mm-hmm. The one thing that my girls have said, they have come back and said, Mom, thank you so much for teaching us how to clean. <laughs> because our roommates clearly did not get the same instruction, and it was a nightmare. But, you know, so that was kind of good to hear. And I said, you know what? Y'all can thank your grandmother. Because truly, that's one of the things that I, we, you know, I picked up from her. And I mean, she didn't play when it came to that. I would say one of the things that um, in terms of my parenting style, I think that might be slightly different than what my mom taught would have been like, I, me and my kids, we talk, we have discussions. It's not, you know, now, now there are some things where it's like, okay, do what I say because I told you. But a lot of it, we discuss and we talk and, you know, because I want to know, okay, what are y'all thinking? What are y'all feeling about this? You know, there are some elements of the way that I was brought up that I don't necessarily teach to my kids. Not that it was bad. I think it was necessary during that time. Yeah. But I think we live in a different time now. Yes. So, you know, there's certain things that I have to look at my kids and say, hey, okay, well, talk to me. Tell me what you feel about that. And let's, you know, let's, let's meet in the middle, you know? And I think that's very, very important. Whereas, you know, growing up with me, it was like, uh, don't do that. Cause I said, so, you know, <laughs> doggone it, you know? <laughs> that's so true. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know? Um, and I think I'm more affectionate with my kids than, you know, my mom may have been growing up, you know, because they just didn't do that. They, if there wasn't a whole lot of, affection as we know you know hugging and embracing and saying I love you Mm -hmm. I tell my son my kids that they hear that so much you know but and they know it to be true Mm -hmm. so you know I'm not shy to tell my kids hey I love you you know my my youngest he still give me hugs and you know I mean he's just affectionate like that yeah. And well, my youngest daughter is too. She's just affectionate. And I can't see that. <laughs> she, she's a huggy bear. I call her huggy bear, you know, Aww. but I think that's something that we do. And I think even with my sisters, you know, we're more affectionate mm-hmm. than, you know, with one another, even mm-hmm. I think that, you know, than what we were taught growing up. So I, that's yeah. true. I would that agree with that. That is true. I, yeah, I agree with that yeah. now. Yeah. And, and I think, and I, and I see a lot more of that because uh, Amber has been really good at making sure that we do have that constant communication with each other, because yeah. that was one of the things that, that happens too, you know, like we just, we just don't think about we're lifing, right. Doing our things with our kids, working, all of that. 
And now this, um, these events that happened in 2020 allowed us to kind of come together a little bit more. And it allows yeah. us to be a lot more affectionate and loving towards each other. And I, yeah. you know, that's, that's so nice. So anyway, very yeah. true. And I think it's also because of distance. I mean, we have, you know, kind of Tanya, you're on the West coast, Sophia, you're on, you know, you're in the South and then, South. you know, kind of, I'm in the Midwest close to Amber and Taylor now, but you know, still nonetheless, we're in different parts of the country, you know? So I think before, especially before the pandemic, um, you get busy being busy, you know? I mean, and we all do, right? You know, as moms, right? And, um, you know, with working and with kids and kind of all of that, and, you know, kind of your job and all of that, um, you get busy being busy. Yeah. Um, and so it becomes more difficult. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think with COVID, especially over the past year, um, you know, we've probably talked, gosh, more than we've talked in like the yeah. past, you know, previous, probably yeah. three years combined. Right. Right. So, That's and it's true. been fantastic. It's been a it blessing has. in that regard. Yes. It has. It has. Yep. So thank you, Amber. <laughs> thank you, Amber. <laughs> This millennial is for sure pulling us together. (laughs) She's relentless. She's like, listen, y'all gonna get on this Zoom call. (laughs) We're on the Zoom. Uh, I'm not seeing you. (laughs) (laughs) Where's your face? (laughs) I like her uh, aunties. Okay, yes. that means respond now. <laughs> respond right now. She's like, I need to hear from my aunties. Where y'all at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't okay. mute, but <laughs> she knows where to find me. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure my mom is tired of me blowing up her phone because I call her every day now. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, what you need? That's awesome, though. I'm telling you, I I love, I don't know, I think I love every phase, but ev- the phase of motherhood that I'm really, that I really find myself enjoying is the young adult phase, mm. you know, and I think I'm, I'm closer with my young adult kids, with my kids as they become young adults, I guess I'll say that, yeah. because I think they, they, they probably value me as mom more, they might disagree but I feel more valued in their young adult years mm-hmm. because my role as mom has changed. Mm-hmm. You know, when my kids turn 18, I kind of have a conversation with them and I say, hey, not that I'm just, you know, throwing y'all to the wolves or, you know, to the world. I said, but my uh, my role as mom is changing. It's evolved is what I like to say. Yeah. And I'm more of a confidant. I'm still your mom, of course, but I can't tell you what to do really. I can offer sound advice, but I can't tell you what to do. So, you know, come to me if you feel you want to. If you don't, that's cool too. Yeah. You know, I don't love you any less, but our relationship is evolving and it's a beautiful thing, you yeah. know. I so, definitely yeah. feel that. Of my adults, young adults. Yeah. <laughs> I can speak to that with my mother in the sense of like, we connect when it's important and everything like that, but also thinking about the um, 
the gratitude, right? Like as an adult making these decisions for myself, I look back and say like, dang, you know, my mom did these sacrifices so that I was able to do this. My mom was always looking out and uh, providing the best that she possibly could. And I notice the benefits of that like every day. Uh, when I just look at what it is to be an adult and then to consider a child on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I haven't had to consider a child. I'm just considering myself and I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one of the conversations that she had with me is like, wow, being an adult is tiring. It's stressful because oh, I have yeah. to make decisions. I'm like, what? I said, you've been making decisions every day of your life. You mm-hmm. just had had to worry about certain decisions because they were already taken care of. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's just, you just got to shift, right? You just got to mm-hmm. figure out what do I want in my life? And you, you got to get a little bit more in tune with that. What do mm-hmm. I yeah. want to have in my life? What do I don't want to have in my life? And then, um, and, and then just keep going from there. And then one of the things that I didn't really get, I, and I want to ask my sisters this too, because one of the things that I had, and I was a little bit different than them because both my sisters, Sophia and Pam, they've been married their whole journey, right? Mm-hmm. So they've had their kids and they've grown, you know, had their dad around, right? And grew up that whole time where I was an exception, you know, unfortunately, but fortunately it led me into having a, you know, different type of life. And that's okay. Like we all have our, our, um, you know, journey that we have to go on. Right. But for 10 years, I mean, I had raised three girls by myself. Right. So Mm -hmm. it was really, it was really, um, I had to be the mom and the dad. Right. So I want to be, I wanted to be affectionate when I was, uh, chastising my kids and, and, and howling and screaming and, and, being crazy, right? Y'all know I was crazy testing our time. You know, I was like crazy. Um, it was because it was so much stress, right? It was like, I had to go to work. I, you know, bought a new home. I um, was trying to make sure that they had what they needed to, to close and everything, right? And so that my mothering skills were were kind of hampered a little bit mm-hmm. from being that affectionate kind of can talk things over, you know, like Sophia, because I love what you were saying there. Mm-hmm. Um, having a consensus with your children to really understand them. It, it was like sometimes I really felt like I didn't understand my kids, you know, mm-hmm. like they were just I just knew I needed to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And so I want to just ask you, um, Pam and Sophia, maybe you can chime in on how did you find, I mean, I, I know how, I, I don't know, how was that journey for you guys? You know, really, how would you say if you had to be a single mom, would you be able to be the mom you, 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 you've developed yourself to be now with your kids? I just, just something I wanted to ask. I've always wanted to ask you guys that. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't know. Right. Because there is something to be said about having that second person, right? That second parent to rely on, right? To rely on for, you know, kind of some of the basic stuff. Um, Greg and I are, are very different in our, in our roles in the household. Um, Greg is very much more laid back, if you will, as it, as it relates to you know, kind of raised, not raising the girls, but just like 
we, we are definitely like yin and yang because I can be very controlling and I know this is my personality and I, I get it. It's probably why I'm an accountant. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm your typical middle child. I, I will definitely say that because I can be very type A and I know this, <laughs> you know, and so it's just something that I've accepted, you know, and, and my husband knows this as well because he'll say some things like, you know, yeah, I wanted to be president or someone asked me to be president of our homeowners association. And I was like, uh, and he was like, yeah, no, <laughs> I said, I get it. Yeah, I said, you know what? You're exactly right. And I know why that would be. Um, but like in other things, like when it, it when the girls were involved, I was extremely involved, like president of like the PTO in middle, I mean, in elementary school and you know, kind of president of the, uh, the, the volleyball um, booster club and kind of just a lot. So mm -hmm. I would probably say, I don't know, Tanya, because it's hard to say if I didn't have that other person to rely on in some instances and kind of be that buffer or that, that other personality, I don't know, because I know how I can be <laughs> sometimes and the girls don't have a problem telling me that and I'm fine with that because we have that sort of relationship I don't get offended you know when the girls say mom you want everything done your way and I said you know what you're right and they'll say there are other ways of doing it you know what you're exactly right go on ahead and do it that way I know my way is better but you can do it <laughs> your way and be just fine so I know that about myself so I don't know Tanya that's actually yeah. a good question I hadn't thought about that yeah, yeah, because that that you, yeah. you have to have that equal because the girl yeah. only knew one so of me. It was like yep. mom, 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 mom for everything, right. you know. And uh, having someone to like just kind of put Balance that off, you know, onto like yeah, to buffer that and right. to make mm -hmm. that better. I mean, they had their dad on the phone; they went to go visit them. Sure. But you know, it's not the same thing when you're you're going from day to day. So yep. right. yeah, right, and that's right. So I think um, I will say this, listen, being a mom is hard as it is. Being a single mom, you can go ahead and multiply that by a thousand, okay? Mm -hmm. So my hat goes off to single moms. Mm -hmm. Never will I judge a single mother mm -hmm. because it is difficult enough, okay? So kudos to you, Tanya. And I'll say, just to give you, look, and I'm gonna try not to get emotional. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But just to give you your props, I have always admired you and the, the strength and the resilience that you have had as a mother. I can honestly say that you have done well. Yeah, so everybody, everybody's in tears. Look, I'm over here. I'm gonna suck my tears. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, look, if, if ain't nobody ever told you that you have because um you know they say you live and you learn and you go through things and you know um to still come off on top absolutely you're bad to the bone okay she and don't let that. nobody ever tell you anything different <laughs> thank you so, sweetie thank you so much yeah for that. yeah i mean you know um my situation was a little different because i was for the most part a stay-at-home mom and so, but even in that, geez, you know, you're dealing with different personalities. You're dealing with different, um, you know, in my case, I'm dealing with male and female and all those things. And 
you're trying to cater to everyone's needs so much so that, you know, your needs get put to the back burner many times, you know, and it's not the kid's fault at all because you love your kids. As a mother, there's nothing that I would not do for my kids. I will literally kill for them. (laughs) And I, and that's by the same token, I would die for them. And I, you know, I hold no, no bars when I say that. So, you know, but the reality is as a mother, the love that you have, I mean, many times it's poured out, it's poured out, it's poured out. And, you know, we forget oftentimes that we're human and we forget about ourselves, you know? And so to answer, try to answer your question, I think I said it in a roundabout way, (laughs) but, um, I don't know, you know, I I don't know if I would have been, I mean, you know, there's so much love that you pour out as a mom and it does get tough, you know, and I don't think that anybody as a mother, I can't give anybody a scorecard. I can't say, Hey, you know, you get an A check plus, but you get an F no, Mm -hmm. because everybody's different. And Pam touched upon something too, personality. We each have our different style, our different personality style, even as it pertains to being a mother and to parenting and things like that. So, you know, every, it's not a one size fits all. It really isn't when it comes to your style of parenting and your style of being a mom and all those things. So, you know, kudos to all the mothers, kudos to all of them doing their very best. (laughs) Absolutely. I used to tell mom when I, uh, after I had junior, I was like, I don't know how y'all did this and did it with multiple. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they say it yeah. gets easier when you have more kids. Like, know, well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know about I've heard that. that. I've heard that. I don't know how yeah. true it was. Right, but I have heard that. uh, One of the grad students in my lab was talking about having kids, and he was like, yeah, we have two. So right now we got man-to-man defense, but if we have a third one, then we're going to have to get zone, and something's going to slip through the cracks when you start getting zone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's real deal, Holyfield. I tell you what, with each one, I think they learn how to take care of themselves because Paul Jackson. So I give y'all an example. Lord have mercy. Where's don't don't call protective services on us. <laughs> but as y'all know, we are traveling right now. So our our third, our daughter, our youngest daughter, Kendall, she just finished up her freshman year at University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Whoop, 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 whoop. So we're happy about that. So literally, our youngest Jackson is at home, you know, for, for a day or two. He was at home because he had a basketball tournament and he was like, mom and dad, I do not want to miss my basketball tournament. So y'all go ahead, you know, <laughs> to Alabama. I will be fine. We did have neighbors that checked on him and, you know, his basketball team, you know, yeah. family, they checked on him and they took him to the games or whatever. Yeah. But this is what happens. Like as yo, yo, them younger kids, Oh, they know how to fend for themselves. And yeah. he, you know, he had plenty of food at the house, but what did he do? He ordered DoorDash, you know. <laughs> on y'all's card. <laughs> on ours, on our car, his daddy's car. But you know, he's like, hey, I'm I'm good. And he he is good, you know. I mean, he's like, hey, yeah. 
So yeah. it just that I think that part makes it a little bit easier because the younger ones they definitely learn from older ones. Yeah, yep. yeah. You know what? They and do. Sophia hit on a really good point because um, with your first one, Tanya, Sophia, you all remember Amber. You're in this stage now. With your first one, oh my God, you think they're gonna break? Like <laughs> yes. you are doing yes. everything to not let them break. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, yep. they can't do it. Yep. I will just say yes. from experience, by the time that second one comes, yeah, they tend to roll <laughs> off mm-hmm. the couch a mm-hmm. couple times. And as long as there's carpet down yep. there, you know, they're That's fine. True. They bounce back. So you kind of yes. just, you get to the point where even you as a mom, you're not so afraid to yes. parent. You know yes. what I mean? I think with that yes. first one, yes. there was just that fear to parent like am I I, you're so scared that you're going to do it wrong Mm -hmm. like that is like real I mean it's so real (laughs) that you just are afraid you're going to do it wrong um but like they say kids are resilient you know and they are you always have a village and and kind of going back to Tanya being a single mom I echo everything that Sophia said I agree 100% because you've raised some of the most well-rounded, mm. yes. well-adjusted, successful Black women that I have ever yes. seen. And to know that yep. you did that as a single parent is yep. not lost on any of your family. I am just going to tell you that right now. So much so yes. that I know my girls look up to their cousins and that is probably one of the biggest blessings and one of the biggest appreciations that I have, not only to you, Tanya, as the mom, but also to your girls as well, because they have just excelled and it is such, and to be the oldest, they've set the bar for their cousins and it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I think so too. I think they're beautiful young ladies and um and I yes. thank God for that. I thank God that and and that goes back to that parenting style, like too, you know, having um a mom that is was so much, you know, so strict. Like she because I feel like Pam sometimes you and mom got that A type that do it my way, do you know, or like you know, like you know, that kind uh-huh. of like, that, that thing and 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 it would just like, I wanted, I wanted them to just go fly, go fly and do whatever yeah. you want to do. You want to play soccer, mm-hmm. you want to play basketball, you want to, you want to write a book, you want yeah. to, cause ever even tried to write a little book, you know, yeah. and all yeah. these things, you know, and I was like, I, I don't want to control you. I want you to be who right. you are. Mm-hmm. God created you to be. I want you to have yes. that space. Because uh-huh. if I try to control everything you did, it's going to make me crazy. Um, and That's I know right. that for yep. me. I know that I wanted to not have be strict to that. Like my parents were like, when I was going to school, um, they were like, no, you're going to work for Eli Lilly. So you get your biological chemistry degree and you do. And I was like, but I don't, you know, I took the class and I, what? (laughs) Okay, go take the accounting. And I had, I had to go to the bathroom like almost every other week and go cry because I couldn't stuff you know so yep. it was like when yep. I found my niche you know and um you know it made everything so much better like please just stop I want to sew I want to do hair yeah. I want to 
I want to, um, you know, so what's the, the next biggest thing? Okay, be a computer scientist, you know, go do that. At least you can be creative doing something, you know, that you're going yeah. to school for. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I want to, you know, I always gave them that space to have that journey for themselves. And like, even my middle child, like Heather, she is like, she was like the straight A student. She was like the, that, like you Pam, the middle child thing, like always just, you know, having that. And when she became older, she had a whole nother thought about like, yeah, it's, school is important, but I need to be free to be to do the things that I want to do. And she just stopped going to school and, and, um, you know, became an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I want yep. to come to the, just the realization with her one day and say, Hey, you know, I'm not going to keep paying for you to go to school and you getting D's and F's absolutely not, not going to school what is it that you want to do come on let's 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 figure that yes. and, mm -hmm. and just let's stop madness right. come on and let's you know let's let's figure this out and she's awesome she right. also has a baby now so like now i'm in a yeah. different phase in my life too because not only am i empty nesters but i'm a grandma yeah so, right cool. yeah <laughs> yeah the only thing I will touch on is let's not sit here and act like mom was a uh, didn't wasn't we didn't have no rules growing up because we had some structures. <laughs> well, <laughs> had a different. Sure. Well, I was I was the bad kid. I was. I I, I acknowledge I was a little bit bad. More you were just headstrong. Sure, I was difficult. <laughs> Amber took the brunt of it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took the. But but I was just kidding. But yeah, mom mom had structure with a little bit of lenience. But I think all of you guys kind of did oh, yeah. too. With the, yeah. Well, it depends on the kid because some you need a little yes. bit more structure than others, and some you're like oh, they'll figure it out. They're they're That's. resilient enough. Something that was nice for me that I think about when you talk about the cleaning thing. So, <laughs> so mom would just clean. Like I wake up to a clean house sure. on a Saturday. So I never. <laughs> And now when I wake up on a Saturday and my house isn't clean, I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Where's my mom? She needs to be cleaning. <laughs> but you know what? But to, but to really, like, when you asked that original question about what did you bring, you know, that your parents brought into you, and I think that's it. I was the oldest child. You was the oldest child, right? Mm -hmm. So our expectations were set very high for us. Mm -hmm. and they're and also first child right so you're trying to still learn how to parent right and yeah. so you got this child that you're saying go do this and they're like ignoring you go do this and they're ignoring you and you're like okay three strikes and then now it's time to knock you upside the head because that's how my parents did go get the belts like a beach you know so it was like um dang you know and so i think some of that similarities too because I was the oldest and because of you were the oldest and because that didn't, I didn't do that much with the younger ones. I mean, I don't even know if Taylor ever remember ever getting a whooping. I know, and I just have to smack her around, and I have to beat her. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> or just raise your voice, or just like, raise your voice, or take something away. You know, because everybody wanted a cell phone. You know, so no, you don't get no cell phone. Yeah. But our parenting styles, as we get, as our children, you know, as we go through it, just like Sophia was saying a little bit, okay. and Pam, you touched on it too. It is different. 
right? Uh -huh. We're going to yeah. parent them in a yeah. little bit different because things don't, you know, you don't want to be beating your kids. That's old school. Like, yeah. Talk to your kids. Right. Yeah. And yes. the personalities are different. And that's going to, yes. that's going to determine how you parent. That's, you know, that's and, right. and that's true. I always, you know, it's funny because growing up, I always thought, you know, Tanya was the free spirit, <laughs> like the free yes. spirit. So it yes. was interesting because when, when Tanya eventually moved to California, I was like, that sounds like where she's supposed to be <laughs> because she's like a free spirit. I always just kind of felt that she was like very artsy and creative and, you know, fashionable and, and sold her own clothes and all of that yes. stuff. And I was like, wow, I do not have a creative, yeah. like that kind of, give me oh. like a checkbook yeah. and yeah. I'm going to town on it. Okay. And I'm going to give you my checkbook because I'm good, good at that. <laughs> I'm going to town on it. But I never had, my older daughter literally just told me this weekend, she said, remember you all brought, bought me that, that sewing machine when I was really young and you know, you guys never like taught me how to use. And I was like, really? <laughs> you had a sewing machine? <laughs> like, I just said, um, I don't have the patience for, and that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like there are just certain things. I don't have like that sort of patience to do that, to cut out a pattern, you know, and kind of that sort of thing. But I know that about myself, but you're right. It goes into how you parent. And then I would have my kids do a ton of stuff too, but it was like, you know, they were just all over the place. <laughs> so uh -huh. Try everything until something sticks. Yeah, yeah. So you find yeah. how they find their way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, cool. I've been wanting to, we'll do a little lightning question. Okay. So I think it's Ja Rule's song. <laughs> you, she get it from her mama. No, that is not Ja Rule. Who is it? <laughs> that is, uh, I think, uh, Juvenile. Oh, Juvenile. There we yeah. go. That's the word. I, uh, that's the person I did mean. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Just a fun question. Like, what do you think, me and Amber will start, what did you get from your mama? And what I realized today was grandma told me I got I have the strong, strong, strong woman, just like your mama, because I was picking up her pots. And she was like, those are too heavy to move around. And I just picked it up. Now she is my grandma, but she also said that I was strong, just like my mom. So Amber, <laughs> what did you get from your mama, our um, mama? I think from my mom, I got my uh, fearlessness if that makes sense. Mm. Like, I feel like I, there's nothing that I feel like I can't attain. Mm -hmm. And if I really am passionate about it, then I'm going to put the work and the time to go in for it. So like multiple things like, and, and also too, there's things I've took away from my mom, but then there's also things that I've taken from my, my aunties too, because we kind of grew up around them. So I'll make it kind of like an overall question mm -hmm. since we got the aunties on the phone too. So my mom, I would say my fearlessness, my aunt Pam, I would say my like love for a business, because I remember when I was younger, she would take the time, her and my uncle Alan, they both were in business and accounting. And so I, I remember times like um, I went to go shadow my aunt for a little bit um, at her job just to see what a life in a, a controller and a director, I can't remember what position you were at the time but how that is and 
just like learning about you know money and different things and just you know just business and period um and then I would say my auntie I would say just like her love because I really grew up with all of them obviously my mom raised me and I get most of my traits and my ambition and different things from my mom but my aunts definitely were there at, at certain parts of my life to help grow us uh, and and if my mom needed backup, they would definitely be pulling up. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we be sitting there doubt. talking about all our kids. Like, yeah, they, 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 they did that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Y'all be talking about us. Yeah, <laughs> and I definitely remember there was a couple of times that I did get pulled up on. So, uh, <laughs> and so I would say my aunt Sophia. I would say like her lovingness because like mm-hmm. she was talking about with her kids, like there in in like I was saying I was difficult so like you know each of them would have conversations with me but I would say like my aunt Sophia was probably the most emotional when I was doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing at the time I was doing them because she would just be you know that it was like the emotion but then also the grandma came out a little bit too like it was just more like get your life together like why do you want to do this this boy ain't even worth it he, can't, he ain't that cute you know like I just remember different things. and I could think of this one boy that I won't say his name on on this podcast but I can just think of like just going through the boy crazy phase and how my aunt and uncle were just like knock it off like you're not gonna care about this dude you know later on he's not gonna be worth it um mm-hmm. so <laughs> we'll move on Ahead, yeah, and Sophia was saying in a in a soft, loving way. Too. Yeah, but she was yeah. also emotional, and she knew that like yeah. she wasn't playing. You know, yeah. Like, yeah but it was like, yeah, but it was to the point. She's like, you don't want to be like that. Yeah, you don't want to be like that. <laughs> really? Is that what you really want? just think about it for you let's pray yeah let's because God, Lord, Jesus, Lord, Lord, just take that fire away. Part of that, I think that's best I get from y'all mama now. That's my part. Let me lay hands on you. Let's take it away. Let's take it away. Let's take it away. Let's take it away. She be trying to anoint me with her anointed oils. No, that's essential oils. That ain't. I'm just kidding. That's lavender. <laughs> that lavender that's calm lavender. you down. Help you think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I will. I will say. So we can go in opposite order. Yeah, since we reverse, reverse order. So I, Aunt Sophia, what would you say you got from? Um, the- well, I think y'all just called it out right there. That's that's <laughs> just that kind of. See, that's funny. So, so your grandmama, she had different sides, like we all do. We have different sides to us, and I think as she parented each of us, we each kind of saw that different side of her, you know. So that's what I really saw was like, you know, my mom. She would take anybody in. She was she was a bit of a nurturer. Mm-hmm. And so, and she was a very, very spiritual woman. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think that's what I kind of got from her. I gleaned some of that from her, you know, where it was, you know, let me pray for you and let me do this and let me, you know, let me talk to you. Let me, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I definitely could see that in me. And, and even when my mom and I have those conversations, we have a lot of spiritual conversations. I mean, a lot. Um, and, you know, we just kind of get into the word and we talk about it and, you know, I'm like, okay, so what's your insight on this? Or what do you think about that? If I hear a message, then, you know, we talk about that sort of thing. And it's been like that for, for years now, you know? So I think that's one of the things I kind of got from her spiritual, spirituality, that spiritual aspect, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Pam. Um, I think for me, um, a couple things. One is, the jiggly arms. Oh. <laughs> so I'm trying. That is so hereditary. I got it from my mom and my grandma. Yeah. So the jiggly arms that I'm really trying to work out. Um, and then also, I would say, you know, and Sophia touched on it too. And I think now that I think about it, it is the fact that the mentoring um, aspect of, of your grandma, because she does, she mentors and she's very nurturing to a lot of her nieces and nephews mm-hmm. because she was the youngest of 13. Mm-hmm. And so she's very close in age to a number of her nieces and nephews. Um, and so that just that mentoring and then other people that weren't necessarily family, although kind of growing up in a small town like East Chicago, I'm sure they were distant in some way, some kind of family, right? Yeah. Um, but she always did. She took people in, um, even when she moved here, um, you know, in kind of that sort of thing. She actually acts as a mentor to some of her neighbors that are somewhat younger than, than she is um, and that sort of thing. And I think that's where I get my love of mentoring um, kind of younger professionals from. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things that I really enjoy that I think that we develop a relationship with those professionals that I mentor from all different sorts of backgrounds, whether they're, you know, male, female, black, white, um, Indian, it doesn't really matter. Um, when we have that connection, then we, we, we have that connection, something that I really enjoy. So I would say, you know, kind of the jiggly arms and the mentoring. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say I, I see my, I see parts of who I am and my mom in a sense that my mom had a sewing machine. My mom sold. Um, my mom was very, I think she was very uh, creative. I mean, I'm going to just be something popped in my head when we were talking about it. So when they had bought their new homes and everything like that, my mom used to take me sometimes to her friends or coworkers house. Mm-hmm. And I remember them having this, they taking each other and showing their new appliances mm-hmm. or their new furniture mm-hmm. and just really talking about it and being, you know, let's put this, you know, I want to decorate this. What color should I put here? What should I, and I remember that part of it. Um, and so I think that I pick up, uh, I picked up some of that from my mom. I picked up, you know, the fact that I love my home to be feel warm. I love my home to be welcoming. I also, you know, picked up some of my daughter's friends and they came and stay with us for days um, when their parents, um, you know, were not around or whatever has happened or they got in an argument or a fight with their sisters or whatever. And I've always, you know, been that way. So I think that I've picked up some of that, you know, and I'm a lot like my mom in that way. 
Um, even though now she still likes her environment to be a certain way, um, I know I like things to be in place. Um, she used to always say everything has its place and everything in its place. <laughs> and so I feel that. And when I couldn't get that going on with my family and even sometimes with my husband, um, <laughs> that I just get crazy. I'm like, ah, this atmosphere is not neat and um, neat like I need it to be and in place so I can think. So I think that I picked up those things from my mom. Yeah. Mm hmm mm hmm I feel you. I'm like that too. Yeah. I and I think I gave, I think I gave, Go ahead. yeah, that is very, I agree. I'm, I'm happiest when things are organized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I feel that. Yeah. So. And I think I gave mom a whole lot of siblings that she didn't have. There were nine of them, not 13. I was, I, that's what I was sitting here. My bad. Like, I thought <laughs> there were nine. Yeah, there were nine. Yeah, there were nine. nine. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went. Nine, I, 13, it don't matter. That's a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a part of that boomers. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we just want to thank you. Thank you and all so give much. our gratitude yes, to so you guys gratitude. for yeah. mom for raising us to be the woman that we are and for the aunties for aunties. being the the backup and the pull-ups yes and I actually grew up with Aunt Sophia's oldest child for a little bit mm-hmm. and we created that book yeah. He's like my yeah. my same age younger brother and that's something that's yeah, and that's something we hadn't talked about yeah. because oh, we were all uh, yeah at because the same time. um yeah because my youngest grew up with Sophia's oldest oldest right and then and then um then her kids after that two of them grew up with um Pam's yeah yeah yep. two girls we were, yes, we were pregnant yeah. at the same time pandemic mm-hmm. yep. that's what we gonna call it <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Was it was like Mary and Martha. Oh my God, I have yeah. a child leaping in me. Okay, let me meet my child and meet so we can have our, our cousins the same size, you know. Yeah. You. I was pregnant with everybody. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yes, this you were. This is true. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I just thought about that. Good time. Yeah, no, that's true. That is true. Important part of motherhood is having that village and having those cousins. I'm really going to miss because I don't see that in Amber and I's future. Taylor's too young. I don't want when Taylor starts having kids, I don't want to be having kids. And I want to have kids old. I want to have kids like mid 30s. Then you definitely going to miss my train. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got now. Now you got vision, you know, yes. to go with Junior. And so, you know, I know he's out here in California, but you know, there's gonna be a day where they're gonna come together and they're just gonna be like cousins. Yeah, and they're gonna be running around together. And and then that's when you start seeing like that generational thing that just yeah. 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 Yes. That is true. Because yes. then the next wave will start, you know, yeah, with yeah. Amber. Oh well, what? <laughs> yes. The next wave. But then also there will be that wave with like the Taylor and the generations after that. So yeah. like obviously yeah. when you get older, but you know, mm-hmm. Taylor, Trey, yeah. Trinity, Kendall. Oh yeah. Jackson, Kaya, yeah. 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 Yep. 
but for now, auntie wow. for life. Uh, I love being an auntie, and I love my aunties, and I'm so excited that you guys came on. Yeah, and we cried all the way through, and we, <laughs> we laughed too. And uh, you know, you are my first, my first, and my only. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we're we're very grateful and glad that you guys came on and we really do appreciate you guys joining the show so thank you for having us yes thanks for having us thank you so much for having us this was awesome (laughs) (laughs) of course Uh, i got some stretch marks to show for but i don't know Okay. <laughs> um, happy Mother's Day to happy you guys. Happy Mother's Day and all Thank you. And thanks to you. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. And I love you all. We love you too. We love you all too. Love you. All right. Bye. 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 Oh my goodness. Does your heart feel warm? Girl, I was crying before the episode. <laughs> now I'm crying after the episode. And I'm just like it full of emotion. Definitely needed and very, mm-hmm. very just I don't know. I love it. Like I think when I talk about my appreciation for women and especially black women and the the diversity within them, I think mm-hmm. we have an amazing amazing network of women around us Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think that's where I get my appreciation for women which in turn comes into self-love right knowing what you're capable of and I know for you as a new mother um, leaning into other mothers is Mm -hmm. a definite like way of connecting and expanding for you yeah and I think uh, like I was saying earlier like I don't know how like any mom that has like even one that's been grateful and blessed because children not everyone can have get mm-hmm. pregnant and and bring a child into the world yes and so I'm just grateful that um I have a kid but then also just reaching back to my mom and auntie is just like yes like there's they've instilled so much um advice Mm -hmm. and perspective yes and assistance like you know being there I can think of just a couple of quick memories and we can wrap it up but I can think of like my mom coming and helping me you too Mm -hmm. but a mom coming and helping me like when I first was you know had junior Mm -hmm. um and being there to walk me through Mm -hmm. uh the whole birth process and you know also whooping me in shape you know and getting getting me to get my life together you know that's what our mom is good for yeah <laughs> I remember because just really quick birth She's story. Like, you just need to have this baby yeah because <laughs> like I one I was a week I was almost a week late um mm-hmm. and then like they came on my day of like when I was actually supposed to be in labor mm-hmm junior did not want to come at all Mm -hmm. so it is what it is and so I did everything anything we could do to get him out and then like I obviously wanted to make it a little bit harder on myself I didn't want epidural I didn't want medication I didn't want nothing so I was in labor for like days and I remember at one point my mom was like listen 
we ain't got all day to be getting, you better get this baby out of here. We don't got all day to be sitting, to get, sitting in this hospital, you know, all the time waiting for this baby to come. Mm-hmm. Like That's quintessentially our mother. Yeah, she's show. like, I'm trying to be patient with you, but you need to get the show on the road, girl. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So, you know, I think uh, it's at that point, you know, when I'm sitting up here having my mother-in-law and my mother and my sister in the rooms and I felt terrible because they literally as much as I was in labor they were there the entire time sleeping on couches and chairs and stuff (laughs) and waiting for junior to come and seeing all these things happen to me and I think like you know just to wrap it up I think it's important to kind of have that support and even with my aunt Pam aunt Sophia them coming and you know anytime I need a break aunt Pam's like yeah you always drop him off and he could spend the night if he wants to you know like (laughs) she's you know she's always there and you know aunt Sophia when she pulls up when she's able to be in town like she she loves um showering junior so I think it's really important to have those like you said that support system I also don't think I think that we're special yeah, because I've heard, you know, from different family that not everybody has a close knit family, you know, mm-hmm. no, no family is perfect. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we are here for each other. Yes. And, and we're here to be supportive. And I want to also touch on something that you mentioned um, about those who are not able to have children of their own. I think something that this may have highlighted for me and opened my eyes to and hope that others can find some peace in is that even if you do not birth the child there is a lot of mothering to be done in the world whether it's mentorship like aunt pam mentioned whether it's taken in quote-unquote strays like our mother did from (laughs) from time to time um just know that if you have (laughs) if you have that knack for nurturing and want to be a mother there's always a way and it's so vital for this world because um you know it takes a village and there's always sometimes I know other families um and also Amber touched on like if there needs to be reinforcement another mother and figure can come in right Mm -hmm. and that was my grandma most of the time um in my life and that's just something to keep in mind and put in your heart Yep. And I, I kind of touched on this at the beginning and um, when we were introducing our family, but I think this episode has hit me the hardest because I think of like, I think of those um, friends that I have that maybe are, have lost their mother, you know, mm-hmm. or their mothers or parents or grandmothers are no longer here. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's also important to remember them and to, um, you know, just reflect on the relationship that you had with them and know that they are always here and they're, they love you and they are watching down on you and, and, um, they are rooting for you. And I'll add to that. The biggest thing to honor them is to keep being your amazing self and take the lessons that they gave you. Yep. Yep. And I think that's another reason why I get so emotional about this podcast. Cause I think of like, no, everybody's days are numbered. And so like, you know, I know I'm like, Amber, so de- my heart just dropped. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like no matter how young or old you are, like it, our mothers or motherly figures, grandmas, different things have left a legacy or an impact for us to be even able to have this conversation that we're having today. Yeah. 
And I think that it's important that, you know, um, we take the time to give them their flowers while they're still here. But then also uh, to appreciate them and tell them that we love them, you know, um, or reflect on how great um, God has been to us for those moms that we have in our lives yes so i was just gonna say you took those words straight out my mouth but give them their flowers while they're still here mm-hmm. and that's why it's important to have mother's day to remind you to do that yeah <laughs> and sometimes moms will will remind you of that too like where's my present <laughs> yeah mom would be like so i saw this sterling silver necklace i love it <laughs> And I'd be like, send me the lead. <laughs> but sometimes it's hard to get. Our mom, she's been blessed to have whatever, you know, a lot of things. And sometimes it's hard to get her, get her. How you get somebody that has everything, you know, or things that when I say everything, I mean, things that we could like afford in yeah. her everything, yeah. you know, like there's things that she wants that we can't afford. I've always said that marker of when I'll be like I made it is mm-hmm. when I can have my mom in the guest house with the Tesla <laughs> so is, it, is it her Tesla yeah it's her oh, Tesla okay. like I, I I get her she don't she I've already told her like for her older days care she can get in my guest house <laughs> you know she's gonna redo the whole house and that's exactly why I'm giving her the guest house that's exactly why and then I'll give her a budget <laughs> Go get your furniture. <laughs> That's when I'll know. That's when I'll know. I got it. Well, Jim. So, anyways, um, so I feel like we don't even need the last two, but I'm just. But I I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. What's your self care tip for the day? So your self care tip for the whole week, right? Is um, <laughs> so something that I suck at, and something that I've been called to um, really lean into is setting a routine okay i have a passion planner and thank god for me it's un um jaded (laughs) so i can put whatever date because i'm so inconsistent it would have been two years old by this point (laughs) so um yeah it's undated and i always recommend especially for um people who are like me who are not consistent in things get undated calendars because you can Mm -hmm. always just throw it in there put a bookmark so you know where you're at anyways um so creating a routine is going to be essential when you're striving for something that means something to you Mm -hmm. um especially as you build up things um on your to-do list so for me Keeping a track of like bill due dates I have in my phone, but having it on paper is a little bit different. Um, And then also as I planned for grad school and prepping for um, the test that I must take in order to get into grad school, thinking about vacations I want to take or that are already like in the works and everything like that it can get very disorganized when I for me if I have it on digital platforms I need something written down Mm -hmm. and also um, I'm adding into this routine time for self improvement um through reading so this can be i'm not going to limit myself and say like i have to read i just got tiffany amariche's the budget mm-hmm. get good with money i finally picked that up mm-hmm. um so i want to read that 
Um, I also have a divine femininity book and then I'm also starting tarot reading. So I have a lot of, (laughs) I have a lot of things that I want to do, Mm -hmm. but what I find is like, if I don't have a schedule, I just do whatever I Mm -hmm. want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I bring this up. I won't go into all the ways I got off track of what I said I was going to do this week and then what I actually did. Um, when I write it down, I have accountability. Mm-hmm. When I put it in my phone, sure, I have accountability, but you get notifications all day, or at least I do, um, even though I turned off most of those. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I still get notifications. I get sidetracked when I get in my phone. So having it written down is really going to be essential for me. Um, so I, the self-care tip for the week mm-hmm. is to get a routine in order. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that you can really change your behavior if you don't have a routine and a plan Mm -hmm. um and maybe after you get comfortable in this routine you won't even need to write it down Mm -hmm. um it'll become second nature to you so get you a planner that you like i have a black bound one those ones are timeless um and i also have a journal but um yeah so I'm just gonna leave it there because I was gonna go way off so we have have another uh, planner episode yes (laughs) well because I I will just throw this in there with your journaling Mm -hmm. um it can allow you to see what your priorities are Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. maybe journal and then do your um planner and that's the abbreviated version of what I was going to say okay so Amber what's our grind tip for the week um I would say you know, I've talked about restoration past. I've talked about, you know, reflection in the past. And I would probably have to say, um, so this week I'm part of, I told you guys before I'm in the process of losing weight. Mm -hmm. And so my goal is to get these last 10 pounds down, uh, by my birthday, which is in a couple months. And so, um, for me, one of the things that I had in a conversation or my coach had posed this question in the group that we're supposed to be doing homework. And um, she asked, like, how do we want to improve this week uh, or the, for next month, for the month of May, which we're in right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and I told her, she said, uh, m- mentally, physically, and spiritually. And we have to write a goal that we have for men. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that um, I wrote down was actually taking. Like when I say I'm going to do like a self, it kind of goes off of yours. But when I say I'm going to take like a self-care day, like really do it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important, like our mommies in the episode, were talking about how um, we need to um, make sure that we uh, are not forgetting about ourselves. Our Aunt Sophia had said that. Yes. I think that it's important for no matter if you're a mom or not, like it's really important for your mental health to uh, make sure that you're taking a day for yourself or doing something for yourself. So, um, so that would be like my grind tip, you know, or a thoughtful tip or just something for you guys to apply for this week is just making sure like, you know, um, do something that you enjoy. And I think I've already talked about this before in prior episodes, but I think that is something um, that we need to really implement because like we really need to get back to our passions. And my um, my line sister, Bianca, that you guys have met, like she's been very much holding me accountable for, for these. So. Yay. so yeah, 
So, yep, that's all that I will leave with you guys. So, Taylor, where can you find us? You can find us at theinnercircle.podgals on Instagram. You can also email us at theinnercircle.podgals at gmail.com. Awesome. And, guys, um, even though we we just dropped our our season two. Yes, season two. Um, and so we have one more episode to record to wrap up for that. Um, and then uh, another thing is that we have uh, reached over 200,000, or no, I wish. I was like, but, wow. Yeah, <laughs> over 200 plays. Um, so it, we are really excited and appreciate the support. I'm going to give some shout outs real quick. Shout okay. out to Chelsea. Shout out to Bianca. Shout out to my bestie, Maggie. Shout out to my bestie, uh, Annabelle. Um, mm-hmm. Who else has posted? We should have Annabelle um, on the show. Yes, we should. Mm-hmm. And shout out to everyone who has been supporting us on Instagram. I have seen it. I may have not um, put it on my story because I'm just a crappy human. But... <laughs> <laughs> But I know you know who you are and how much you're appreciated. So, yeah, thank you guys. And, yeah, that's all we got. See you next week. All right.